Welcome to a bit of life, like science of life, but just a little bit. For this bit, we're talking about what makes us cry. So Jen, one of the things we want to talk about today is whether we are more likely to cry at fact or at fiction. Yes. And this came up because my mom, my sister, and I were talking about watching the movie Goodbye, Christopher Robin. Have you seen it? No. Okay. I have now. (laughs) My mom and I saw it, but my sister said that she did not want to see it because why would you take something beloved like Winnie the Pooh and find out all the real hard stuff behind it and like take away from some of the sweetness and magic of it? Because we knew it was going to be a sad movie. Yeah. And um, for me, I was like, no, but that just enriches it and makes me enjoy it even more. And she said, no thanks. But she said that she does <laughs> enjoy crying at a show like This Is Us, for instance, which is, you know, fiction. Yeah. So we were kind of having that conversation then about what we enjoy crying about versus other things. So how, how about you, Jen? I don't enjoy crying at stuff. Ever? Not often. Really? Yeah, I don't look at crying and think, oh, I'm getting such great therapy by crying right now. I don't think that, actually. Oh, see, I don't cry often, and when I do, I love it. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I think our producer, Rashida, does not like crying. <laughs> She's shaking her head. <clears throat> so we'll take that as confirmation. Yeah. Um, in fact, we've talked about this quote before. I'll share it real quick. <clears throat> it's C.S. Lewis from The Silver Chair. Mm-hmm. He said, crying is all right in its way while it lasts, but you have to stop sooner or later, and then you still have to decide what to do. (laughs) I love that. I mean, it's not... So true. It's not really how I feel about crying, but I do like the quote. It doesn't really solve anything. You still have to move forward. Yeah, no, crying is, like, painful. Like, physically. Like, I get headaches from crying, because I'll cry so hard, and it, like, ends up not being fun. Uh, I don't know if I cry that hard. When I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't all the time, but like, well, like if we're, t- so that, so that example of something that was true and truly hard, even though on the surface it like was sweet and wonderful, but mm-hmm. then it had this really like super real background. I think that stuff does get to me. It like makes, I mean, I, I do want to, I'm like in a mode, I don't know if it's my phase of life right now or what, but I am in a mode of where I'm like, I have to face the hard stuff. So I, I do, it's like, that's what really happens. Like if I read something sad, that's nonfiction, I look at that and think that's actually what happens. And it's almost like I'm preparing myself mentally for Hmm. something. I don't know. Or like confronting my idealism or I I don't know how else to explain it, but like, and I will, like, lose it, but it's not pleasant yeah. losing it. Like, I don't look forward to it. Yeah. And even fiction, I think, I don't, I don't know about, I don't know about fiction. I think maybe that is a more pleasant form of emotion. Like, if I am getting teary-eyed over something fictional, it's like, it's not real, though, so it's okay. Yeah. I don't know how else to explain it. Well, and for the record, my sister was right about her her gut instinct about that movie, Goodbye Christopher Robin, was correct. I, for the most part, enjoyed it, but uh, there is a portion of the movie that does take a little bit away for me from Aww. the books. Um, I, I don't want to give anything away with it. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. But it did 
not actually make me cry that much. It made me teary a couple of times. Uh, but the actual Winnie the Pooh book I read to my older two boys a couple of years ago. And when it got to the end, and it's the bit where Pooh is asking oh, Christopher I Robin know. if he'll remember him. And I, I was like weeping as I read. I think uh, yeah. <laughs> if anyone out there has not read Winnie the Pooh, it really is worth reading. I love Winnie it's the Pooh. beautiful, yeah. Um, but yeah, I looked around the room at my sons and my husband who were not crying at all <laughs> and, and I was crying my way through it because it's very sweet yeah um the story itself is very sweet the story behind it is hard so yeah. you have this kind of fantasy world of the hundred acre wood but then that came out of you know a situation that was actually real and hard and yeah so and I kind of like it both I like both of them Jen you said that even reading Shakespeare can make you cry though yes yes but I'm annoyed by the crying. Like, so when you were, again, like, back to the emotional release thing, like, I don't look at it. Like, when I'm getting emotional, like, I was reading um, Charles Lamb's Shakespeare tales to my son. And um, and they're just the, you know, the abbreviated or, like, summaries of the plays. And we were reading through A Winter's Tale. And I was getting so choked up at the story of this mother who had lost her children and her husband had abandoned her, all these horrible things had happened to her. And so of course I'm, I mean, I say, of course, but I was emotional. I was, I was Mm -hmm. emotional about it. And, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's like, I don't look forward to being emotional about that stuff. That's so funny. I do, but (laughs) I don't do it. I don't cry very often. So it's not like I'm blubbering all the time. (laughs) But I, I do look forward to it. Like if I'm rereading a story that I know gets me, I'm like kind of excited for the part that's going to make me cry. I watched Les Mis with my older two boys a week, a a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And um, I just wept openly. (laughs) And they, you know, kind of stared sympathetically and with concern (laughs) at me. But I just wonder if it's an FJ thing. You know, because you're, you're an ISFJ. Mm-hmm. So I extrovert feeling. I, yes, I think, because like, I know a few I, ISFJs and um, it seems to be a theme, like you just need a good cry. Mm-hmm. You just, I think we talked about that before in another episode too, where it's like, I do not feel like that. It's more like if I'm processing through emotion, it's more productive for me to talk about it Yeah, and to think about it, if that makes sense, as opposed to... I just need to cry and to get it out because that actually feels uncomfortable to me. So interesting. So is there a difference between, for you feeling that way, between tears of like sadness and pain versus tears of like not hopefulness, but you know, when you read something that like really moves you or you watch something that really moves you and it's not necessarily sadness, but it still draws out tears. Like it, do you enjoy one of those more, or is it just all crying period you don't enjoy? I feel better about the tears of, like, hope or joy because it's not out of control. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't know. Maybe I think crying feels uh, vulnerable. And so, if, like, if I am crying in front of people, it feels like I'm losing ground even if it's a sad story, it's like that other person looks at me and all of a sudden I'm somehow discredited for becoming emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if I'm just by myself reading something 
that's sad. I mean, I'll give over to the crying, but it's not. It's more just like out of necessity as opposed to, oh, I'm enjoying this, <laughs> crying over this sad thing so much. But if it's hopeful, like I remember completely losing it at the end of um, The Last Battle by C.S. Lewis. Uh-huh. And it was like so beautiful uh-huh. and so just like... And I did cry. I mean, I was crying for joy, just thinking about, wow, this is such a beautiful picture of, of heaven. And, and so that was, I mean, that was way better. Yeah. (laughs) It was way better, but I guess because the reason was okay and it didn't feel like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's really (laughs) rare that I cry in front of people except for, you know, maybe my family, my husband and kids. I don't cry publicly very often at all, except in the context possibly of um, a movie theater or, speaking of lame is, you know, seeing something like that in a room full of other people. Um, You'll so get emotional. I, yeah, yeah. I, I probably yeah. will then. And we were talking about the symphony, Jen, yeah. and how even that can kind of get us choked up being yes. somewhere like that and hearing the live music. Do you feel that feeling more when you're experiencing things with your children? Because I think there's certain experiences I have or books that I read that may not get me emotional if I'm just experiencing them on my own. But when I bring my children alongside to experience it with me, like taking my kids to the symphony or reading certain books to my kids, it kind of adds a whole new dimension to it, experiencing it with them. And even if they're not crying at it, which they're not because they're, <laughs> they're boys. <not. laughs> <laughs> they look at you like you have three heads. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> they do. But I find that I get more emotional when I experience things with my kids. Yeah, for sure. Well, because you, it's like you understand how you felt inside and then you're seeing them experience the same things or, or you think you are maybe, maybe you're projecting your own experience onto uh-huh. them, like the symphony or whatever. But, um, yeah, it adds a depth of meaning to what's happening. Um, and maybe it just makes it more like, because yeah, I, th- I think being a parent adds a lot of depth to the experience. Now, Jen, it's really interesting that um, as an introvert, I'm talking about really enjoying crying, and as an extrovert, (laughs) you're saying that you really dislike crying. We're both feelers. And on a previous episode, we talked about stress, and you said that you extrovert your stress, that you verbally process when you're feeling stressed. Yes. And I was saying I don't do that quite so much. And I'm curious if part of the reason that we have these different responses to crying is that, like the idea of needing a good cry is something you don't relate to, you said, right? Right, yeah. Whereas I do. I feel like it actually is therapeutic. Like, it actually serves a purpose for me. Like, I feel freer and lighter after crying about something. Like, I can move on. And I wonder if because I'm not verbalizing some of my stress emotions quite as much, if I'm bottling those up a little bit till the point that crying actually does kind of serve a purpose. But if you're already verbalizing those feelings, then maybe you don't need tears yeah yeah the tears are more of an inconvenience if that makes sense it's like the emotions are already so like huge that I need to do something with them but not like it's like I'm already expressing them so I just need to do something else yeah to solve the to solve it to to whatever so and I actually tend to become it's not like I'll extrovert certain parts of the stress that I feel like are okay to, to 
talk about, but I'm internally doing a ton of processing. So like, it's like I'm private emotionally. So I don't mind talking about what's going on outside of me or like if again, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just because I'm so, I, I do not like actually truly showing how I truly feel about things that it's stressful to cry. It's stressful to reveal that. So you're extroverting lots of feelings, which may or may not reflect way. the reality of yeah. what's really going on inside. Yeah. Yeah. I think people think they know me really well, but I feel like I, I hide a lot because I, I can be very honest about, about situations in my life. Like I will share very personal information, but when it comes to how I actually feel about things, I do not like to share that with other people, like for real, share it with a lot of other people. And part of sharing that is crying. And so then when I'm crying, it's like, then people are all of a sudden realizing, oh, wow. But I don't think other people see it that way. I just feel like I'm putting a burden on other people. But in terms of crying privately, I still don't like it. (laughs) And that's, that's because you're getting those emotions out in other ways though, right? I must be. You're extroverting them in other ways. I must be. Yeah. Yeah, or I must just need to do something different, like to process those. If that if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know what it would be. Like I don't know I what I would do to process the emotions differently. I think I talk about them more than express them. Yeah, whereas I don't necessarily talk as much. So then I cry. So then you cry. <laughs> That's how you let it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> So weigh in and let us know if you like to cry, if you don't like to cry, what makes you cry. Let us know. This episode is brought to you by Show It. Are you stuck in a boring website template? Experience true creative freedom with the drag and drop simplicity of a Show It website. Get started for free at showit.co.